Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads. Just a couple of dudes talking news, sports, and guys. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson, alongside Kelly Stevens and Greg Craywick today. This is episode number 49 of the Modern Christian Dads podcast. It's December. It's post-Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming, and I think it's an amazing episode is coming right now. So let's welcome in none other than Kelly Stevens. Yay! <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to add to that. Oh, you got that applause today. That's nice. That's that, is, nice. that is nice. And Greg Craywick. Hello, everyone. Seriously? <laughs> oh, I got that applause oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. It is episode number forty-nine. We finally made it. We are there's something magical in the air. This is it's kind of an eerie feeling right now because episode fifty's coming. Yeah, yeah. Christmas. The return of Christ, Jesus. I mean, I think this is all culminating yes. to an epic event. Yeah, the big it one. Is. The if big Jesus one, the was going to come back, yeah. he's coming back now. He is. Why wouldn't he come back? Christmas, episode 50, the yeah, birth, I can see resurrection, it. return. Yeah. Like I just kept me all up all night last night. Yes, just yes. Thinking redemption, about it. forgiveness. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm all yeah. about that. So we want you guys to pay attention because we believe that next week is going to be epic. We, we think something magical will happen. Uh, and yeah. yeah. Oh, you look perplexed, <laughs> Mr. Stevens. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> it's not Kelly Stevens in uh, doing the show in stretchy pants, okay? Uh, anyway, so check out episode 50, and then we're going to kind of reset. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do some things different. We're going to refocus. We're going to, you know, I was playing over Thanksgiving. I was playing the original NES, the original Nintendo. Really? How, really? how many of you love that? reset button on the in NES, you know, when you're botching everything and you're messing up, oh, yeah. you hit that reset button. There's yep. nothing like that magic reset button. We're going to reset <laughs> on the MCD oh. and get fired up for another season. Season number two coming oh. down the pipe. Nice. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. What'd you guys do for Thanksgiving? Let's have a Thanksgiving re rehab, recap. <laughs> I eat or rehab, lot of based on what happened. <laughs> you, <laughs> could you repeat that? <laughs> turkey. Everyone have turkey. I had turkey and ham. I had turkey, ham. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Quail. I had quail. Quail. Oh, wow. And uh, pheasant. No, I'm really lying. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what we had. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had the same. My in-laws came up for, or up and over from South Carolina, so we spent yeah, some time and, with them. And, and so did your mother-in-law cook for you yeah yeah, yeah it was okay. great it was wonderful wow well wait it, it wasn't <laughs> was, oh geez was, was I it my better? wife doesn't listen to <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> was it better than what she could have done <laughs> come on uh, I'll have to plead the fifth on that one <laughs> my son actually contributed a lot to the cooking he did a really good job nice yeah he was i was quite impressed yeah. so yeah, yeah it was really good really good we discussed at my house what we're gonna do for christmas as far as food Oh, yeah, what's and that? So my family has uh, decided that we're not going to do the turkey. Okay. We're not going to do our traditional chicken and dumplings that, that we normally do. They all want apples, ribs. Oh, oh that's think, a great you idea. Know what? I think we're, I know where we're great going idea. for Christmas. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. sounds good to me. I have said this for like 10 years straight. One year we did for Christmas, instead of turkey, we did ribeye steak. And since then I was sold. I was like, why don't we do this yeah. every yeah. holiday? Why do we do turkey? I mean, turkey's okay, but yeah. 
Mm. Ribeye steaks, great. Ribeye steaks, way better than turkey. Yes. I got Chinese food on Christmas one. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, they were open. The only ones that were open. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right, so here we are. We are dudes talking new sports and God. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. We're gonna have a little Christmas talk here in the spiritual side of things, if you will. But let's talk some crazy news happening in America or in various places across the world. All right, so a shocked uh, an electric eel powers aquariums Christmas lights. All right, here we go. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Visitors to the Tennessee Aquarium may be shocked to learn that an electric eel named Miguel Watson is lighting up a Christmas tree. A special system connected to Miguel's tank enables his shocks to power strands of light on a nearby tree, according to a news release. Miguel releases low-voltage blips of electricity when he is trying to find food. Aquarist Kimberly Hurt said that translates to a rapid dim blinking of the Christmas lights when he's eating or excited he emits higher voltage shocks which cause bigger flashes <laughs> i wonder what the carbon footprint of an electric eel is oh maybe hell. we don't want to we're, know we're gonna have to stop this right now yeah <laughs> uh, just an don't idea just an excited. idea for elon musk right i mean he could yeah, have yeah. instead of electric eel powered you just get yeah. a fish in a cyber truck there's like a there's right. like a wow in the back of the cyber truck, there's just a tank full of electric eels yeah. powering your truck. Yeah, you just hope they don't all die. <laughs> no, why did you go there? Because <laughs> your truck went north. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of, we're kind of doing weird news today, which, you know, normally we're more of a little bit a legitimate source of news, right, if you will, yeah, guys. Yeah, we are. But, uh, so we're doing that today, but that's all right. Here we go. So the next one up is unicorns. You guys big unicorn fans? Oh, yeah, totally believe. <laughs> all right. Well, we have some original things here to Missouri, and here is one uh, of our own. The unicorn puppy will stay with Missouri Rescue Mission. All right, here's the story in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which been there before. It's a beautiful area over there, Cape yeah. Girardeau. Yeah. All right. Well, a dog who was dubbed the unicorn puppy because of a tail-like growth between his eyes will remain with the founder of a Missouri rescue group despite more than 300 offers to adopt him. The beagle mix puppy named Norwal, the little magical furry unicorn, was rescued in November by Mac Missions in the south, south, southeast Missouri. He drew international attention when his picture hit social media, prompting all the adoption offers, but also some negative attention, including death threats, said Rochelle Steffen, founder of the Mac Mission in Jackson. So so there you go, the unicorn. Yeah. I call him Bonehead. Puppy oh of Missouri. Goodness. Yeah, wow. <laughs> bonehead. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> yeah. Now, Kelly, you don't have anything. You don't have a dog or... What's up, what's up with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. She won't allow me to have any fun. I don't get no animals, no nothing. Oh, right. my goodness. I wanted to get some chickens for the backyard, but she doesn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I've got a farm and I can't have any animals. So wait, wait, we we know your neighbor that's in your back. You <laughs> yeah. should get chickens and yes. lots of them. Yes. I think you should. Yeah. All right. Maybe well, some cows and pigs too. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. There you go. Unicorn puppies do exist. That's they the do. point, right there. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Norwal. Norwal, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> when I walked by, I heard him say, "Hope you find your dad." Yeah. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Hey, we got to get some pics for the uh, modern MCD Facebook page of you and your buddy costume at some point here in the next few weeks. They, nobody knows that I'm Buddy. That that's true. Oh, sorry about yeah, that. Sorry, okay. I just spilled the beans. <laughs> All right. Well, how many of you guys are big Chuck Norris fans here? Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yep. I'm oh, getting yeah. ready to fight right now. Yeah. 
All right. When I, lived, when I, a couple, almost two years ago, roughly when I lived in Utah, Chuck Norris came and did a tour through Utah. He was selling his new Chuck Norris bottled water, uh, at the Maverick, the popular gas station in Utah is the Maverick gas okay. station. Yeah. So he was making random appearances. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching Facebook and I discovered he was going to be at one of the gas stations in the Ogden area where I was at. Yeah. And I thought like, okay, I'm watching you know, maybe a few hundred people. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, there's going to be people. There's going to be, some. I went there, there were thousands of people and this was a random, you know what I'm saying? Really? He didn't yeah. announce it until several hours before he was coming. Yeah. And mm. there was thousands of people. I was just amazed at how popular Chuck yeah. Norris still and, is. And he, he looks young. I mean, the, the dude is definitely fit. Yeah, and, for sure. Okay, he's in shape. Here's the negative, I would say, is you see some of these epic heroes. And then, now, I, I didn't get a picture with them, but I went... I could get like, say to the other side of the room where we're at, like over there yeah. and stand close to where people were in line, getting pictures with them. Yeah. And it was very uneventful because he looked like oh, no. <laughs> a short cause he's, he's short. He's not that tall. Really? No, he's like five, eight, five, oh, 10, wow. maybe. Oh, yeah, so I'm me, way taller than to him. To me, he was very yeah. short. Uh, secondly, he had new balance sneakers, white new balance sneakers uh -huh. on. So he just came out in his old man, new balance, he had a hat on. And so he was kind of like, I think I could beat him up right now. I'm like, you should have tried. Yeah. You should have tried. Right. That would have been awesome when yeah. you grabbed a hold of him. <laughs> I, 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 he's so powerful that I literally think that he stopped you 20, 20 yards away and you didn't yeah, know it. It was just it was. that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was just amazed at his popularity. Well, anyway, <laughs> you guys have heard some of the Chuck Norris jokes, right? Yeah. All but right, they're so not jokes, they're real. They're real. So let's rip through 20, let's go through all 25 because these are amazing. Here we go. Chuck Norris is currently suing NBC claiming that Law & Order are trademark names. <laughs> It'll win. Chuck Norris can divide by zero. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't climb trees. He just pulls them down and walks on top of them. Yes. I like that. Yeah, Chuck good. Norris can kill two stones with one bird. <laughs> that's bad outer space exists because it's afraid to be on the same planet with chuck norris that's awesome chuck norris ordered a big mac at burger king and got one <laughs> and got one all right uh newton's third law is wrong although it states that for each action there's an equal and opposite reaction there is no force equal in reaction to a chuck norris roundhouse kick Mm. Okay. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck noticed. Nord Chuck, yeah. Chuck Norris counted to infinity three times. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Chuck Norris can slam a revolving door. Probably. No, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg? Chuck Norris came first. <laughs> <laughs> when Chuck Norris falls in water, Chuck Norris doesn't get wet. Water gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. Chuck Norris is suing MySpace for taking the name of what he calls everything around you. <laughs> There is no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Chuck Norris has allowed to live. <laughs> I like that one. All right. Uh, Chuck Norris doesn't actually write books. The words assemble themselves out of fear. <laughs> Chuck Norris is so fast he can run around the world and punch himself in the back of the head. <laughs> 
Chuck Norris sleeps with a nightlight, not because Chuck Norris is afraid of the dark, but the dark is afraid of Chuck Norris. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Chuck Norris once visited the Virgin Islands. They are now the highest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have stopped before that yeah. one. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares them down until he gets them the information he wants. <laughs> if you have $5 and Chuck Norris has $5, Chuck Norris has more money than you. <laughs> if you Google search Chuck Norris getting... Okay, we'll skip that. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't wear a watch. He simply decides what time it is. Wow. <laughs> yes. You know what they say, if you die in your dream, then, <laughs> then you will die in real life. In reality, if you dream of death, then Chuck Norris will find you and kill you. <laughs> For some, the left. Okay, never mind. <laughs> when Chuck Norris does a push up, he isn't lifting himself up. He's pushing the earth down. <laughs> and finally, when the boogeyman goes to sleep every night, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. Yes. Good old Chuck There we go. Okay, well, we are going to try to talk a little Santa Claus here today because we're. We're going to have Christmas talk moving in to the holiday season, okay? Yeah. Sound good, guys? Well, before we do that, we are going to dive into that, but we're going to thank our sponsor first. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dance Podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in Him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. All right. So guys, I got someone special on the line for us. We are going to right now get on the MCD hotline, none other than Santa Claus himself. You ready for this, guys? Here we go. Wow. No, I wasn't really ready for that. Here we go. Live. (laughs) Merry Christmas! This is Santa Claus, and you have reached my personal hotline. We have been very busy making all of those toys to deliver on Christmas morning, and I want you to know that your family loves you very much, and so do I. So be good, and don't forget to always listen to your parents. When you hear the tone, please leave me your Christmas gift wishes and holiday cheer. And remember, kids, I know who's been naughty and nice. Merry <laughs> Christmas, and I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, okay, okay, Santa, what do you want from Santa? Uh, I, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, a Tesla. Leave a message, Kelly. Come on, <laughs> Tesla. You want a Tesla? Cyber yeah. Truck. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, K- Greg. What do you want there from um, Santa? Um. Yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> Three um, Tesla Cyber Trucks coming I want, on. I want Chuck Norris. And oh yeah, <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah, they go hand in hand. All right, so we are in the Christmas season, and we as a church, you know, this is a time of year for the church where we get hyped up and start talking about Christmas and the the reason for the season. And Sunday night at our church, I found this interesting video called uh, Saving Christmas by Kirk Cameron. And it was talking about some of those fallacies or truths of Christmas, if you will. And I love the one, the one I love to talk about is 
Santa Claus. That was awesome. Uh, because we forget who he was really was and what he really did. And uh, because so much of our society, I mean, there's two focuses, right? Jesus, yeah. Santa Claus. But we forget that Jesus was this radical follower of, of uh Excuse me, Santa Claus was a follower of Jesus, not yeah. the, the opposite, as well as Chuck Norris is, I'm sure. <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, I, I, just a great video, but I'm going to read this story of it and I'll let you guys dive in on uh, the meaning of Christmas. So, I found this one and I think it's just interesting overall. So, just stay with me a second. We don't always try to like to read a lot of stuff, but I will read this, okay? The real Saint Nicholas lived a long time ago in a place called Asia Minor. It's now the country of Turkey. His family was Greek and his name was. Nicholas. No. All right. Nicholas' parents died when he was a teenager. They left him a lot of money, which made him a rich young man. Nicholas went to live with his uncle, who was a priest. Nicholas heard about a man who had lost all his money. He had three daughters who were old enough to get married. But in those days, young women had to have money in order to get married. This money was a dowry, and it used to help the new family get started. If you didn't have dowry money you didn't get married this family was so poor that they had nothing left to eat the daughters were going to be sold as slaves because they could couldn't live at home any longer they were very sad they wouldn't be able to have families of their own and they would have to be slaves no longer able to decide where they would live or what they would do the night before the oldest daughter was to be sold she she washed her stockings and put them in front of the fire to dry. Then all of them went to sleep, the father and the three daughters. In the morning, the daughter saw a lump in her stocking. Reaching in, she found a small, heavy bag. It had, a, it had gold inside, enough to provide food for the family and money for her dowry. Oh, how happy they were. The next morning, another bag of gold was found. Imagine, two daughters would... Now be saved. Such joy. And the next night, the father planned to stay awake to find out who was helping his daughters. He dozed off but heard a small clink as another bag landed in the room. Quickly, he jumped up and ran out the door. Who did he catch ducking around the corner? Nicholas, the young man who lived with his uncle. Nicholas, it is you. Thank you for helping us. I hardly know what to say, Nicholas said. Please do not thank me. Thank God that your prayers have been answered. Do not tell others about me. So that was just one of the powerful stories of Nicholas, St. Nicholas, if you will. He would later become a bishop and do great things for yeah. the Lord, helping other people. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading that story, I just think of it regarding uh, the first Bible story I think of is the rich young ruler. Yeah. Who Definitely. was unwilling to give yep. his riches away. And yep. here is St. Nick, Nicholas, yes. Santa Claus, who was willing to give everything to Jesus and help other people. Yeah. What an incredible story. I I mm -hmm. was so uh actually so moved by watching the the video that we showed that night. I went home, found it on television, and watched the whole thing. You did? Okay. But that that yeah. that section talking about uh Santa Claus. Uh, it was. It's inspiring. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just. And and I when when he was willing to take on uh, those that were going around spreading heresy and that kind of thing. I mean, he just one man said, you know, yeah, not enough, you're not you're enough. not going to do that. Right. I'm I'm going right. to stand up for my Jesus. And that was. I thought that was incredible. Yep. Amen. It's good. I think so. Kind of take some <laughs> takeaways here from St. Nicholas or Santa Claus or whatever we want to call him. But uh, Nicholas, number one, is this truth. And these are simple truths. These are things that we talk about all the time as believers. But just simply, will we give everything to Jesus this holiday season? 
You know, I mean, he was willing to give yeah. everything yeah. to Jesus, yeah. all of his wealth and his fortune. You know, again, we're here. We just asked for a cyber truck from Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah. the fake one, who's not going to listen to that message at all. How dare you? Uh, but that is our focus is all this stuff. But this young man who, listen, generations have not changed in that regards. Right. Wealth, prosperity. Right. He was willing to give it all away. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want to say that I am, but... Am I really? You know, yeah. I, 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 I give my time and I give my, my tithe and and I'm just trying to, to do the best I can. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I question myself all the time. Am I giving him everything? Is is my heart, his heart? Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, I want it to be. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, you only find that out during tests, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, you know, it's honestly, it's a tough little balance here in our our culture, if you will, because now everyone uses this opportunity to get something out of you at the same token, right? Right, right. I mean, it's like, not that I don't love the Salvation Army, but the bell ring, give me money, money, money. We had uh, Facebook, I was asking for money from my nonprofit, but the other day, Facebook did a nonprofit giveaway. Man, my news feed was... (laughs) filled with every nonprofit imaginable. Yeah. Uh, hey, give to my nonprofit. Yeah. Did you give to the no price tag one? <coughs> I, got, Whoa. I think I got, Whoa. I, need, I need some water. Need some water. <laughs> yeah. But you know, people coming from all Sorry, directions. Rachel. <laughs> and it, it, it can be a little hard because you, you know, you get into that. I, I know I'm like that as a person, like, man, everyone wants my money. Everyone yeah. wants something mm-hmm. from me. Uh, and to, not have that bah humbug, not willing to give yeah. spirit. But, yeah. you know, just simple reminder, Christmas should be a reminder that God needs our needs and wants our everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, during the bell ringing, uh, there, there was always the, um, the story going around, I think it was around Kansas City, uh, where they had, had somebody uh, that had a lot of money, and he would, nobody knew who he was. Oh. And, and then when they were counting the, their pot at, at the end of the night, they were finding large sums of money that somebody had uh, wow. put, put in there. Yeah, so yeah. that's really cool. I think it's, and I think it's really cool that somebody's willing to do that with, with no name attached to it. You know, it's just like they've got it and they're, they're giving it for a good reason, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so practical application being maybe this year, do something like that. I was talking to some friends at a church, just here in the last couple of weeks, and they talked about how as a church they've tried to get in their community, so they'll encourage their church members. You know, if you're at the drive-through, yeah, you know, buy buy the person behind you, pay for them, yeah, and then just tell them to say, hey, it's yeah, Merry Christmas from yeah. Grace Point, etc., or things like that. And I think that's kind of cool. I think it's do. very cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so uh, number one, just that Nicholas was willing to give everything to Jesus. He was that all out. If he would have been in the New Testament and he would have been the rich young ruler and Jesus said, I want you to give everything away and come follow me, he would have said yes. Yeah, he would have definitely said that. Yeah. <laughs> and the secondly, in that, and I'll encourage you guys, we could put actually put the link in the notes if you ever go on the website or whatever for the Saving Christmas movie. But the second thing that I thought was so awesome about Santa Claus, a.k.a. Nicholas, was that he, St. Nick, is that he was such a radical defender of the truth. Yeah. And how do we today, believers, Americans, Mm -hmm. uh, in the world, anywhere in the world, but that today is the day where we need to stand up for truth. Yeah, yeah. In our culture, and everything's fighting truth. Yeah, yeah. 
And I love how he was willing to just say, hey, uh, this is not going down on my watch. You know, as a believer, as a man of God, as someone who follows Jesus, I will not let God, I will not let God's truth be tainted in my culture and in my society. Yeah. Well, I, and I will say that, you know, a lot of people, when it comes to standing up for the truth, are like, I think they want to, but they're, they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to uh, defend this or whatever. Yeah. But the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will put the words in your mouth, you know. So yeah. just open your mouth and, and speak. Speak the truth. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. Just like well, that. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, I had never heard that about Santa Claus before, yeah. but it's it's kind of amazing to see what the world has done with that. They they like the idea of being able to get stuff, yeah. but they dropped the whole salvation message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They dropped anything that had to do with Christ, yeah. but they, they took the part where they could get, yes. you know, yeah. gifts and things and material stuff. Yeah. So. The, the purpose of his giving was to reflect Christ. All right. You know, like, yeah, I'm doing this not for just to do it. I'm doing this because this is what Jesus does. Yeah. This is how Jesus acts. This is, you know, he's the father who gives good gifts, the Bible says. And so it was a reflection of Christ. Everything that Santa was doing was a reflection of Christ. Very generous. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, I have not verified this story, but I was telling Pastor Greg about a story today. It was a pastor of a a popular church in America that someone was telling me about. And this particular pastor was at some nationally known LGBTQ Christmas party and just celebrating with them and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I didn't verify this story, but you know, if, if that was true, if that story was true and there was an embracing, complete embracing of that, I don't, I don't know that St. Nick would do that. I, I think he would be yeah. one of those people that would stand out today and say, listen, there's, there are things in God's word that are right. And there are things that are in God's word that are wrong. Yeah. And one of the things we talked about, he was there, the fact that in that video that he was there at the Nicene Creed, mm-hmm. when they're talking about, you yeah. Jesus being the son of God right. and how they were kind of starting to fudge on that. And he's like, no, he, yeah. in the beginning was the word, the word was God. He is the word. Yeah. Jesus is the word, yeah. you know, and we live in this, again, this culture that wants to convolute truth and just, you know, everyone have your own truth, your own way. And St. Nick was like, no, there is one son of God. There yeah. is one way. There is one Jesus. There is one source of salvation. And we need to proclaim yeah. that this Christmas And, and that's the thing that makes the world mad. They they right. get so mad when we say there is only one way, yep. and that's through Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I found one other thing that I thought it was kind of interesting. This is actually from a Catholic. Shout out to my my former Catholic brother. Well, not former, I guess, but I grew up Catholic. I was baptized as a Catholic, cute little Catholic baby, you know, back in the day. But I found this on the uh, Catholic, Catholic website. <laughs> Remember those days? Uh, but ha- they, they had this article. I just thought it was fun because it had a bunch of scripture, and it was really good. Why Santa Claus is really God in the Bible, all right? Number one, he knows if you've been bad or good. John three twenty. If our conscience condemns us, it is because God is above conscience, and nothing is hidden from him. But, you know, we need to remember this holiday season that Santa is not the one who knows if, we are, if we're good or bad. It's Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you right. know, uh, how often do we reflect our actions, our behavior, and to know that God is watching? Yeah. God is the one who is wa- watching my life and my ins and my outs and my ebbs and my flows. Amen. Yeah. I, I, when you're just talking about that, I'm thinking about all the hundreds of people that 
that I've interviewed over the over the years in my law enforcement career, knowing that they were guilty and I'm laying this out, you know, and they're sitting there going, wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I, I always thought in my mind, you know, one day you and me yes. will stand before the Lord and there won't, you can't, you won't even be able to say that because, you know, he knows the truth right. yeah, and, right. and you're not going to be able to, to say, that wasn't me. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes we spend more, we spend more energy and effort hiding from other people. Yep. And God's the one seeing the whole thing go down. <laughs> seeing you know, it all. As long as Kelly doesn't see him, you know. <laughs> all the while, God's right there. Yeah. Yes. You know? uh, number two, he rewards the good and admonishes the bad. Uh, but the Lord abides forever on the throne of judgment he has prepared, still judging the world rightly, still awarding each people it's due, Psalm 9, 8 to 9. And you know what God does? Here's what I will say. This Christmas season, when we give, when we serve, God does sees that. And he admonishes that he blesses that today. That's a principle of God that we, we have to be good people, right? You know, that we have to do good things. That's part of being a believer. Yeah. Well, if you have Christ in you, why would you not? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and to tell you the truth, if you're not, you know, you're judged by your fruit. Yes. <laughs> and so Amen. if, if you're not producing and you're not, you're not out there doing that. Yeah. A question. Number three, happy and joyful. May God, the author of our hope, fill you with all joy and peace in your believing so that you may have hope and abundance through the power of the Holy Spirit. So joy and again, joy and peace, that's supposed to be a characteristic of a believer. Mm-hmm. Are we happy? Yep. Are we joyous? Right. You know, I, I, it's funny. People even in our church, like I have two things. Well, one thing I do is I always tell people, welcome to Grace Point. And they think that's cheesy and they laugh at me all the time, you know, but I'm trying to do it like happy and joyful, like welcome to Grace Point. And then now I uh, even uh, once we get through Thanksgiving, then I say, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And people are like, well, it's not Christmas yet. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah. I know I wanted yeah. to poke you in the nose the other day when you said that. <laughs> so be, be happy and joyful. All right, here's the fourth one. A couple more. Enjoy gifts. Whatever gifts are worth having, whatever Endowments are perfect of their kind. These come to us from above, and they are sent down by the Father of all that gives light, with whom there can be no change, no swerving from his course, James 1.17. And I referenced this a minute ago, that God is the giver, ultimate giver of good gifts. Right. And we should en- enjoy those and thank God for that. And Kelly Stevens, I was at your house last night hanging out, and I talked about this. I tried to, hopefully you heard this come through, uh, passionately, was my appreciation for the body of Christ, yep. for the church, yep. for Jesus. Yeah. Like he gives good gifts. Yeah. Like literally every good gift I have, every good thing I have in my life is from Jesus. Amen. Amen. And I can enjoy I noticed it. I wasn't included yeah. in that, but that was that was okay. Huh? Bad gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and God wants us to, you know, there's that sense of you know, God wants us to enjoy life. Yes, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I was, um, you know, oh, my sauna stories. I will not dive deeply into sauna <laughs> stories. But I have, I have one and uh, a guy today and... He, oh man, he was talking about seed of Abraham and all this kind of stuff and uh, what, real prosperity line of thinking and all, you know, the creation is all. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what he gave to us for, right? To enjoy yeah. it. I mean, that's what I read in Genesis chapter one that this whole thing started with a sense of enjoyment yeah. and a sense of, uh, you know, wanting God and enjoying him. And, I, you know, some people, I just don't, 
and I really mean that not flippantly, but some people don't enjoy Jesus. They don't no. and enjoy being a Christian. They don't enjoy the journey. I mean, I get it. There's going to be persecution. Right. There's going to be a, a sense of trials and tribulations, but there should also be like, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, like, you know, the best. When, when you've traveled to third world <laughs> countries and you've traveled to several of them, those that are Christians down there, isn't that a common theme? The amount of joy yes, that yep. is coming through yeah. through their life. Right. They don't have nearly the stuff that we have. We're mm-hmm. into stuff, yep. you know, yep. but they have the joy of the Lord. Right. Yep. How Amen. nice it would be to live a free life like that. You Wouldn't know, that be awesome? Can become a real burden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the more you, yeah. the more you have, the more you have to take care of. That's exactly yeah. right. Yep. So. So God is good. Those are just, a, there's a bunch of other ones here and stuff like that. But I thought that was good just with the whole Santa and just running back into that perspective and uh, of who we are, what our purpose is as believers. And and we should be the story, specifically the story of Santa Claus. I think it's one that we should tell our children yeah. the truth, the true story of yeah. Santa. Like kids, come on, you got to hear the story of Santa. I, I wished Santa. I had known that years ago. Yeah. I, you know, that because that... This is off the subject real quick, guys. What is the favorite snack that you leave for Santa in your house at night, uh, the Christmas Eve night? Do you do you do that? I've never done that before. You've never done what? that? I think maybe when I was real little, some cookies or something like yeah, that, but yeah. it was not a regular practice, if Re- you will. Wow. Get out of here. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I usually I'm, leave them out, but I eat them right away. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oreos. Yes. Oh, well, Oreos okay. and milk. Yeah. yeah. We always, or I like the chocolate chunk cookies. Oh. Bam. Well, you like right them there. the Santa Yeah, it was, I, obviously he does, because oh, they're okay. gone by the next morning. So. <laughs> nice. Is there a point to this? There guy? was no point. I was just... There's never a point to anything that I've got to say. I just kind of drop it off and leave it. <laughs> well, on that note... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring no. it back to the spiritual and close out. Yeah, right, right. Give your life to Jesus. Give your best. Give everything you have to Jesus this Amen. Christmas holiday, and with that, be a, a defender. Uh, I'm thinking of like I love that Jesus. I just bringing that perspective as men of God being strong yep. defenders of again, you know, because we kind of look at Santa Claus as this kind of not I don't want to say a girly figure or you know yeah uh, it just you know but. I love how they portrayed Santa as this strong man of God, defender of the truth, willing to stand for people, for children, a superhero, if you will. And that's what I want to be. I want to be a superhero. That's what we are. We're superheroes. Like we're in our culture and our time, we're to stand and, and whether or not we're remembered like this, but that people in our sphere of influence will look at us in that way. I want to be looked at that in that way. Yeah. Someday be like, man, he was a defender of the truth. He was giving. He was passionate for the Lord. You know, what's what's your legacy going to be? Santa had a great legacy. I know that Coke and oh yeah, um, J.C. Penny, <laughs> all these people yeah. have distorted that which is yeah. who Santa was. But yeah. in his day, and that's why all these there's all these. I even read this article. I won't go into this now, but his bones are scattered. People they can't even find his bones because they're like scattered everywhere. Oh wow! Because people wanted to commemorate and remember, and wow, uh, just because wow. his life was so powerful, he's the only saint. There were churches named. He wasn't an official saint, but there's churches that named cities and 
places and churches after him wow. because of that life that he lived. We can live that kind of life. Again, the end game for us is not necessarily to be famous and to be remembered. It's to be obedient yeah. and yeah. to be men of God, defenders, radical for Jesus. So there you go, guys. That's episode number 49. Yeah. What will happen next week? Maybe Jesus will come. He'll, he'll ruin our whole 50th episode anniversary. He'll come back. Who knows what will happen? But I can tell you one thing. The next episode, should it come, will be episode number 50. Wow. We'll talk to you next time. Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads.